Welcome to the 100 Entrepreneurs Podcast, created to provide veterans and their family members with information, ideas, and inspiration for starting new businesses. This is Amanda Weathersby for 100 Entrepreneurs Foundation. We talk with entrepreneurs and small business experts to learn more about their industries and their lessons learned in creating and growing new businesses. Thank you for joining us. Today, I'm interviewing Joe Duran, an Army veteran who has built Empower Adventures, located in Connecticut and Virginia, and opening soon in Oldsmar near Tampa Bay, Florida. Empower Adventures includes zipline parks and provides leadership, development, adventures, and fun for friends and family groups as well as corporate teams. The park in Virginia is on an 80-acre preserve and is near Dulles Airport. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure. Okay, now first, Joe, let's um, let's find out about your background. How did you become an entrepreneur? Uh, really, it started with an idea. Um, my experience in the army as as an infantry officer and. and uh, training teams and being on teams that went through the the airborne training and air assault training and the whole confidence course training that the Army um, provides really sparked a, an idea in my brain for adventure and how adventure training and adventure experiences can bring people together. And so that idea motivated me to go into business for myself. And uh, did this idea come to you immediately, or did you think about a variety of ideas and eventually land on this one? Well, yeah, it, you know, it, it over time and in conceptualizing how we could, um, you know, build a feasible business out of, you know, an obstacle course, um, it just kind of snowballed and started to get some traction and then I started kind of talking to the right people and asking questions at different meetings, chambers of commerce, business development, uh, economic development meetings and that pursuit of finding the answers to how this could all work really uh, was something that I enjoyed and it was a passion for me to pursue and I felt like it was uh, very um, suitable to my personality and to, uh, you know, my work ethic and to what I wanted to do in life. And so with all those things kind of coming together, uh, it allowed for me to um, really develop this career that I've made for myself that has been nothing but enjoyable. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> nothing but enjoyable. Um, all right, so describe the very beginning. Was it enjoyable from the beginning? <laughs> well, you know, you, when you get into it, the phrase I like to use is you don't know what you don't know. And so I had transitioned straight out of um, active duty. I had been in Afghanistan for previous 13 months prior to uh, leaving active duty, and so becoming an entrepreneur, building and, and opening a business was not something I had 
any type of formal training in it or schooling for that matter. And so finding the answers and making sure we were asking the right questions was a process and it's a, it's an investigative process. And, but it's something that you have to be motivated to do because in the very beginning, you know, we, I didn't have any real capital to put into the project. So it was all sweat equity and staying up late at night on the computer, doing research, going to meetings in the morning, and then again in the evening with these different business organizations in the community to try to meet people who could then connect me to the right uh, people who had the solutions and and answers to the questions that I was asking. And so uh, it was, it's it's a constant... process of learning and, and a constant evolution of becoming this entrepreneur because every day that goes by you have you gain more insight you gain more knowledge you gain more experience and you learn from those different experiences and different perspectives that allow you to kind of refine your questions ask better questions move the process along and continue to to get better every day as as you pursue your craft. And so that's really how the process played out for me in that I, I went from knowing absolutely nothing, being an infantry guy where FM 7-8 was my Bible, and then I went into the business world and had to figure out how to what a federal employee identification number was and taxes and all of this other stuff. And so it was all based on my shoulders and up to me to figure out how much I wanted to to take on. And, you know, you have to really love what you're chasing after to be able to put in that amount of time and effort and money. And so that's where it started and then how it snowballed to where I am today. That's great. Now, you've uh, grown quite a bit, and uh, could you tell us a little bit about your growth curve? When when did you actually start, and and how fast did you ramp up from one location to three? Sure. So, obviously, I started with Empower Adventures, which is located in the Hartford, Connecticut market. It's uh, very close to where I grew up. Uh, the land that that particular facility sits on uh, was acquired through uh, family assets that we were able to, um, you know, strike a pretty good deal with. And so that opportunity got me into the industry, got me uh, the ability to um, really form my, my brand, form what activities, what products and offerings and services that Empower Adventures was going to be known for. And so we got into it. And so I built the business with employees, with managers, with office people, with, uh, you know, uh, point of sale systems and all of that type of stuff that comes into a retail environment and a service related industry and kind of got our experience and cut our teeth, as they like to say, in, in, at that location. It took us about three seasons to figure out that this model that we were creating of empowering adventure experiences that could be, um, you know, purchased for fun, recreation, or for corporate team building who are serious about getting better, uh, whether it's in leadership or in team performance, 
it took us about three years to to decide on how we were going to replicate that model. And then ultimately for me, it was about going to a place that would allow us to do it for 12 months out of the year. And so mm-hmm. uh, with, with the seasonality in Connecticut, winter is a, is a tough time for an outdoor adventure center. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, we, we, we kind of put a pin on the map in the state of Florida where I was able to make some connections, again, starting from ground zero and networking and finding connections and finding people who had other connections that they could refer me to to help me find different uh, opportunities in Florida. And along the way, through that process, our opportunity in Virginia uh, popped up. And so we we obviously um, had done our diligence on the economic and, and financial feasibility of the project in Virginia and, you know, it came back a feasibility yes in terms of our business plan. And so we took that project on while we were still pursuing uh, growing a location in Florida. And so, you know, it, it, it was a, so the whole process was very much a conscious decision to move south, conscious decision to replicate our business plan and do it in a place where we could do it um, 12 months out of the year, which provides for uh, 25% more uh, revenue opportunity and um, mm. versus what we have in Connecticut. And so, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's just kind of meeting the right people, uh, working to be connected to the right people through referrals, through um, different um, business and economic development types of, of meetings and organizations. And really the, the networking piece uh, had allowed us to, to find those opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's great. And what kinds of uh, – describe these locations to us so you know, we can see them in our mind's eye. What is it like to sure. be at – Empower adventures. Yeah, so each of our locations is is somewhat different, as you would expect. Um, they're not all identical. The nature of our business is very um, customer oriented, and so we we do build um, you know towering elements. We we build zipline tours and and climbing apparatus and adventure parks, and and that's all great and and very important part of our business, but the, the, the biggest part and the most important aspect for us is our, our customer service and our interactions with our guests. And so mm-hmm. in Connecticut, we have a very robust leadership development and youth development program that has quite the following, where we work with many school districts many different um, educational institutions that believe developing their youth and giving them uh, leadership development experiences throughout their time in school, whether it's elementary school, middle school, high school, college, and beyond, um, these organizations work with us to build these customized youth uh, leadership development programs. And so we deliver these programs throughout the year, not, not all outside, not all on the zip lines. We do a lot of different programs in schools. We do a lot of different programs um, 
on you know a school's athletic field where we'll bring some of our mobile uh, activities and, and mobile adventure experiences and we can do it there after school or right before practice or whatever the case may be. So Connecticut is a, is a very large leadership development youth program, uh, and that's mm-hmm. really been our, our biggest uh, program there. We do a lot of recreational programs on the weekends, holidays. Easter Sunday was a great day for us in Connecticut. Um, mm-hmm which is always fun to go zip lining on, you know, after or, or before your Easter dinner. So that was, that was a popular <laughs> activity for us there. Uh-huh. Um, but in, in Virginia, so it's a little bit different in our, at our facility in Virginia where we're attached to a uh, resort, a high-end resort. We sit on the 80 acres uh, nature preserve and by way of being attached to this resort, uh, a lot of the groups that we work with are groups from local or non-local, for that matter, uh, corporate teams that have come to the resort for a meeting or for a conference or for a strategic planning session. And so part of their itinerary or agenda while they're at the resort many times is to take a half a day and spend it with Empower where they're going to get out of the meeting space, out of the building, and start to build some relationships with their coworkers or fellow uh, folks that are in the industry that they may not have known prior to that now they can get out on the zip line or out on, into our adventure uh, facility and really start to make some bonds and build relationships with one another. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm in terms of the group side of our business in Virginia, uh, it's it's very much dominated by the adult corporate team building and, and corporate outings market. Great, um, And so, uh, in in building both of those businesses, we've learned a lot about those different niche markets. Uh, and how to appeal to them, uh, what they're looking for in offerings and services. Um, and so the hope is that we'll ha- take those lessons that we learned in both Connecticut with our youth programs and Virginia with our uh, corporate team programs and combine those and have two robust, uh, very successful uh, group offerings for our location that we are opening in the Tampa Bay area. And so um, we're hoping to be able to really build on the the climate and the weather there that allows for this 12 month engagement with our, with a, you know, really there's no season. It's, it's all seasonable uh, in Mm -hmm. Florida. And so we can really maximize our group offerings and services with both the corporate teams and the youth, as well as obviously the, the family friendly eco uh, recreational tours. That's great. Wonderful. Um, and and it does make a difference, doesn't it, that there's so many acres involved. I mean, are, are you maintaining the acreage at all, or are you just uh, you, you're, you're leasing it from the... Uh, in in the Connecticut, we, we mm-hmm. actually do maintain it. Uh, it is mm-hmm. a lot of work, as you can imagine, to maintain <laughs> 30 acres. It's not all grass, but a lot of it is. And so long nights uh, mowing with the headlights on with the, with the tractor. Um, mm-hmm. 
in that, but in, in our facility in Virginia, it's, it's all wooded. Um, it's all on a nature preserve. So there's not a whole lot to maintain in terms of mm-hmm. the landscaping. There's a little bit mm-hmm. here and there. So it's not nearly as, um, as intensive. And then, uh, in Tampa Bay, our park in this, the, the city of Oldsmar is actually maintained by the town. So that'll be nice yeah. to, to have them to help us with that. Sure, sure. And now, is this an industry that's growing? It is. It absolutely is. When we got into this, we opened our first facility in 2009 up in Connecticut. Uh, there were about 60 other uh, sites that offered what we did, the zipline canopy tour uh, offering. Um, hmm. I, I read a report recently that showed that um, in 2015, there were over 600 of, the, of similar facilities to, uh, to Empower Adventures. So it, it's grown wow. from 60 to 600 in the country uh, in just seven years. Wow, that's something. But you're holding a competitive edge. Uh, we feel we are. I, I, that was a question mm-hmm. that we um, had addressed when we first conceptualized Empower and what we wanted to be as a company. And, you know, there are a lot of companies out there um, who who are not, you know, they, they don't call themselves Empower for a reason. They're, you know, the you know, just zipline parks or adventure parks, just go out and climb just like a, a rock wall. And so they don't give you the facilitation that Empower does. Uh, we really try to um, appeal to the heart of the guest and not just the physical aspects. We we don't try to build our zipline course to be the longest, fastest, highest, most incredibly crazy zipline course. Uh, that's not what we're trying to achieve. Uh, we're trying to really get people who may not have ever done that, this type of thing before or ne- never even realized that it was an option for, for them and try to get them out there to not only understand the environment around them and see some of the, the beautiful settings that our courses are located in, but to also uh, prove to themselves that they have what it takes to seek their highest potential and that they, you know, when put in the right mindset and when, make, make, when they make a decision to take on a positive risk, they can actually achieve more than uh, they thought was possible. And so for us, that's what it's about. We just use the zip lining and the climbing and the hiking and uh, the adventure parks to help people, um, you know, help facilitate that, those realizations. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. So how did you find funding for all of this? There's a lot of equipment and people and processes involved. So how did you do that? Yeah, we, we got started in a, in a pretty hard time. Uh, when I got out of the Army in 2008, at that time, the economy uh, was getting ready to kind of dive into the Great Recession. We uh, were not um, really taken seriously at, at the local um, banks and, and funding institutions. And so we had to, if, if we were going to make it happen, we were going to have to do it on our own. And so we, we went out, we found some private capital with, uh, you know, a presentation and, uh, you know, me going out and scheduling appointments to make these presentations. And we were able to raise enough 
capital from private investors to help us get on our feet, get open, and get operating. And, uh, you know, it, it was very quickly after our our first season where we were already um, paying off our loans, getting return on investment, and making it a, a successful, viable, legitimate business. Hmm. Interesting. Um and who have been the most important people in uh, helping you build Empower Adventures, and how did you find them? Sure. Well, I'd say that my number one fan is my wife. Um, she has yeah. been with me through uh, thick and thin, has always given me uh, the pep talks and the moments of motivation when I needed them, and so she certainly, um, well, Empower wouldn't be what it is without her. Um, and then outside of, of that relationship, I'd say there's, there's several that are um, very important for very different reasons. You know, obviously the relationships that I have with our investors are important because they've continued to trust in me and helped us grow uh, with uh, investment capital. And, of course, we pay them back at a preferred rate, and it's always timely, and uh, they, of course, love that. But to just <laughs> earn, the tr- earn the trust from these folks to put their money in, in me and our business and our people that we have uh, working for us um, is, is, a, is huge. And so those relationships are really meaningful. Uh, the, me- the relationships that we have with our uh, – we've taken on some business partners uh, since we opened in 2009 to, you know, I very quickly realized that my own abilities, my own strengths, my own capacity um, in terms of, of getting work done and, and, and getting accomplished uh, tasks accomplished was only going to take me so far. And so I had to partner with people who could help, help me do the things that I don't do well. And so by mm-hmm. becoming, um, you know, just in tune with what I wanted to do and focused on what motivated me to be in the business and, and to drive, um, you know, the business, um, I had to find partners who could help me do the other uh, items that I did not want to do. And so by finding the right people through different relationships and associations, we were able to really build a team that now um, is is bigger than just myself. We're working on a company that um, is is growing, and um, you know, together we are certainly achieving more, uh, as the cliche goes. But it, it, it really is, uh, you know, those relationships that I have with with our business partners are certainly very special because together we've been able to accomplish uh, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so those relationships are really important. And then all the relationships that I have with our vendors from our graphic design to marketing, to finance, to, uh, suppliers for our materials to build the course to those, all of those types of relationships are really important and valuable and, um, worth fostering and worth putting time and effort into because, you know, the golden rule is if you take care of them, then they'll take care of you. And so I really believe that. And, you know, our, our employees are a huge relationship uh, center for us. We've had the same managers and some of the same leaders in our organization for 
you know, nine, you know, nine or so years, you know, some of my first hire is still with me in running our, our facility at, up in Connecticut. Our, my first hire in Virginia, um, our, both my first hires in Virginia are still here and they're running the day-to-day operation at our location in Virginia. So making sure we take care of them, making sure that they know that they're loved, that they're cared for, that we we really care about their families and their lifestyle and their way of life. And it's not just, they're just not workers to us, but they're, they're very uh, important people in our lives, making them, you know, aware of that and that they know how special they are to us every day is, is absolutely uh, an important piece for me. That's wonderful. That's great. All right. So how do you recruit and select people to work for your business and end up with people staying with you for, you know, years and years and years? (laughs) Sure. Um, It starts out just like every other company. We basically put out a job posting on any of the different job boards. Uh, We like to use Indeed. We use LinkedIn. We use social media. Um, you know, some of the other social media outlets. But it, so it starts with the job posting and it starts by putting a special job description out there. So it's not just zip line guide, run tours, facilitated ventures, make $20 an hour or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it, we actually try to talk about empower and how special our guides are and how critical they are to delivering our guest experience. And we know that if we get a, a resume and a cover letter back from that person who um, saw our ad and they, in their cover letter, say, I feel strongly about empowering people. I was empowered as a youth and it made a significant impact on me. And now I, I would like to, you know, have this opportunity to give back and, and help others learn the way I learned. Well, that's a special person who took the time to write that cover letter and and gets it, gets the Empower way, and gets what we're trying, we're all about, and trying to to achieve here at Empowered Ventures. And so, that's somebody that I would very quickly pick up the phone and say, "Hey, great, got your cover letter and resume. Let's set up a time to talk and see if this is the right mm-hmm. fit." Great. Others who don't send that type of cover letter back or don't personalize their information to the job posting that we uh, supply. Um, probably wouldn't. And so by having that personal touch, we're able to find the right people. Um, and in the interviews, some, some of them, you know, go better than others. And not everybody is a perfect fit for us, nor are we for them. And uh-huh. so uh, finding the right people has is, is been critical for us. And we also know that the guide um, requirements can be a little bit demanding and working with people, you know, 50 to 60 to 70 or more feet up in the air and making, ensuring their safety is, is a tough job. And that's not something yeah. for the, the faint hearted. And so we also recognize that there's that level of, of um, questioning and, and those levels of, of feelings that need to be taken into consideration for our jobs. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, so what are the most difficult parts of operating your business? There has to be something that's hard. You're making it look easy, but there must be something that's hard. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Um, I, I would say um, giving everybody who 
giving everybody the, the, the time that they deserve with, you know, not only with me, but, you know, making, making all the locations and all the, the, the great, you know, work that's being done at each of these locations, making sure it's being recognized, making sure that our managers are being coached appropriately, making sure that our general managers are getting the time with me so that we can continue to represent our brand in the right way and continue to bounce ideas for growth and for better opportunities, uh, you know, that may be ahead off of each other. And so really it's just time. It's, it's, it's having, you know, I wish there were 40 hours in a day because I could use it all. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what about the most rewarding parts of running the business? Uh, that's an easy one. Sounds like it, there's it, lots of them. <laughs> there are, but I'll say that the most rewarding part in this job for me at this level is seeing a, a, an employee or a guide or, uh, you know, one of our um, staff members who are delivering experience, watching them be successful with a guest who just had a, an emotional breakthrough, a breakthrough that's going to take them from maybe feeling not as energetic and maybe not as happy with their situation, but then taking it to the other level. And after their empowering experience, seeing that it, it, it was a, you know, a, per, a perspective changer, it, it kind of recalibrated them and now has motivated them to take on a new challenge or to ask for that promotion at work and, and truly empowers them to, to, to grow and be stronger. And so w- when I was starting the business, I would have told you when I was guiding that group and seeing that transformation, that was my favorite part of this job. But now mm-hmm. being in the position that I'm in, watching our staff deliver and break through to our guests and helping our guests do that, that is absolutely my favorite part of this job. That's great. Well, now, do you have any really big lessons learned about starting a business and building one in, in what was it, let's see, it's seven years? Seven years? Yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty, pretty big deal. Um, I'd say my biggest lesson learned is you know, there, there's been a ton of, of lessons along the way. I mean, so too many to list. But I would say that the biggest one for me is really it, it's, it's all about yourself and having confidence in yourself to make the decisions and to empower yourself to take your company as far as you want to take it. And so you can... There's no limits. There's no reasons or excuses why you cannot do something. You, you should be able to do anything that you want. You just have to f- be willing to sacrifice. You have to be willing to give every ounce of effort, whether it's physical, emotional, mental. Um, you, ha- you just have to be able to do whatever it takes to make it happen. And so by having that inside of you, um, anything is possible. And so I guess that would be my biggest lesson is don't think that um, your business can't be successful or that it's going to be small or it's just you and it's, you know, we'll just do it to a certain level. There's no, no reason to limit yourself. 
That's great. Well, Kate, now, Joe, where are you going next? <laughs> when, when, yeah, when is the next opening? <laughs> it's a great question. Um, we have our uh, facility in, in Tampa uh, tentatively scheduled to open in uh, late May, hopefully the, the week prior to Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we are um, already in the beginning stages of, of talking to uh, a couple other uh, opportunities and, and sites uh, in the northern Florida area. Uh, and then we, we have opportunities out on the West Coast. We have the opportunities in uh, Texas that we're pursuing that are all um, in the pipeline right now. And so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, that's pretty impressive. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for joining us today. And uh, good luck with Empower Adventures. It sounds like you don't need much. <laughs> You're doing a great job of uh, growing an amazing business. And uh, I look forward to being on the zip line soon. <laughs> sure, yeah. And any of your listeners who are interested in seeing what we're up to, just go to ZipOnTampaBay.com and you'll be able to see all about our facility there and, and what's going on there. And then uh, for those in the, the D.C. metro area, check out EmpowerAdventures.com. And that's uh, the Empower facility right here in uh, northern Virginia, just about 20 minutes west of the Dulles Airport. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Joe. It was wonderful talking to you, and I'm very excited about your business. Thank you, Amanda. Okay. Talk to you soon. 